Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. after uh, that game against Western United and given that they've got a bit of a break with the World Cup kicking off, I can only get him on my phone and his phone. So uh, apologies in advance because this is a phone quality interview, but it was good to catch up with them, see what they had in store, how they were going to treat this break. Was it pre-season? Have they got games lined up? How exactly are they going to look after it? We'll find out too from Ufuk how he thinks the Socceroos will go at the World Cup who he's picking to win the whole thing, and what went wrong against Western United. I started by asking Ufuk how he was. Good, thanks, Scott. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Good, good. Um, what have you been up to uh, since Sunday? We gave the boys some uh, time off. Obviously, we uh coming now, so uh, we gave the boys uh, three days off to go and refresh uh, mentally and physically, and it uh, seems like we'll have a little bit of a mini pre-season leading into the season again. Yeah, it's an unusual one. I mean, I don't think in your time as a coach or a player you would have ever had a, a break in the season like this for something like the World Cup, would you? No, nah, generally the World Cup's uh, at the end of the season, but uh, obviously things change for the World Cup in Qatar. I think it's too hot at the end of the season, so they brought mid-season, and I think all the leagues are having a break. And look, we knew this break was coming. What, so what have you planned uh, for it, mate? I mean, have you got games to stay sharp? Are you treating it like pre-season? How, how are you approaching it? It'll be a bit of a messy pre-season. Uh, the, the good thing is uh, the re- reserves are still playing games. Uh, there'll be opportunities to send players down to, to get minutes there, the guys that haven't got regular minutes so far. And at the same time, we'll have to do a lot of in-house games uh, ourselves to try to keep the boys match fit at the same time. So it'll be a balance of uh, getting players game time with the reserves and also a little bit of a little mini pre-season for us. And, and it gives us an opportunity to improve on things and work on things that we need to. Yeah, and no uh, thoughts of of maybe playing some of the other A-League sides that are also in the same position? Yeah, look, the, the only the problem we have is we always have to travel to Australia to get games, uh, unfortunately. So we'll see uh, how things pan out. Are we, we were looking to get a game, obviously, before we play uh, Western Sydney the weekend before. Uh, that still is a plan, but we'll see how it goes. Now, you're coming off the back of um, what must have been for you a disappointing loss to Western United. Uh, I, I mean, as a fan, I was sat there watching that, 2-0 up, uh, thinking we had the game in the bag. Maybe maybe some of the team were thinking the same? Yeah, look, I think uh, we were quite comfortable in the first half. Uh, then we scored the, the second goal early. Uh, I think the, the set-piece goal that we conceded uh, gave them confidence. Uh, then the momentum shifted. Uh, we tried to make a couple of changes with some fresh legs up top uh, to give us more opportunities to, to press them. And, you know, we conceded the second goal and then a, a free-kick goal uh, in the last minute of the, of the game. So, yeah, disappointed at the end, uh, being 2-0 up at home and then giving the game up uh, 3-2. So we'll look back at it, uh, reflect on it, and see what worked and what went wrong. I talked to Natalie uh, from the women's side the other day, and I suggested that potentially after that uh, you might have the boys doing shuttles up Mount Victoria. 
Uh, look, the thing is, uh, it's not the running that's required. I think it's more how we do things with and without the ball. Uh, you know, how we how we nullify the opponent and, and how can we better and, and why do we stop playing uh, once we went up 2-0. I think uh, that's the biggest difference because I think in the first half we were totally in control. We had a lot of the ball. We, you know, we created some good moments. We got, we got our goal. You know, we had an opportunity to score from a penalty, uh, which we didn't. Uh, then we got our second goal, you know, in, in, in the second half, which we should have been quite comfortable. Uh, like I said, we put on some fresh legs to, to give us a bit more. And I think uh, conceding that soft goal from the set piece uh, allowed them a bit more momentum and, and a bit more confidence to get themselves back into the game. And, and uh, like I said, it's one of those things that we learn from. Uh, you don't know, you never want to lose games from 2 0 up, but this, it's part of the game and we'll look why, why it happens. That Diamante free kick, I mean, the guy might be, I don't know, he's probably my age, he's close, he must be close to 50, but I mean, boy, he can have free <laughs> kick his class, isn't he? Yeah, look, he's still a quality player. He might not have the legs that he used to to cover the ground, and that's probably why he plays a certain amount of minutes, but he still has the quality to, you know, hit a ball from a dead ball situation. Uh, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, when the boys get back, we'll have to sit down with Foley to see what his thoughts were when he set up the wall and, and why he set up the wall like that with the amount of players. So, you know, it's all learnings again. Uh, it's, a, it's a hard way of learnings, but uh, like I said, we'll, we'll look back at it. You get plenty of time to watch the World Cup, I suppose. That's a that's a bonus, mate. Um, this this time round, with it being at the time it is, um, how do you think the Aussies will go? Yeah, look, they're in a tough group, but uh, you know it's the World Cup. Uh, they're one-off games, so you know you just got to go out there and do your best and, and perform the best you can. Everything's possible uh, in the World Cup. Uh, for for me as a coach, you, you never watch games anymore for entertainment value. You always look at what what teams are doing, why they're doing that against the opposition that they play. So it's a great opportunity for us as coaches as well to see what the best are doing in the world. Yeah, it will be, mate. I mean, who do you like in the World Cup? Who do you think's going to take it out? I think Brazil has the best squad, but look, you don't know in, in tournaments at times, uh, you know, but I, I think uh, Brazil has the best squad to to win the Cup. Yeah, I agree with you on that, mate. They look, they look, they've look, they got weapons everywhere and they've got great balance. And it feels to me, um, I'll put your pundit hat on, but it feels to me like overnight Neymar's kind of grown up and got a bit more maturity about him and it's kind of, he's more about the collective than about the, the, the individual. Yeah, look, he's a quality player. Uh, I think uh, any coach would want him to play uh, in his side. So for me, you know, you look at the players that have missed out uh, in that squad, you know, and they're selecting 26 players for this World Cup, not just 23. So players like Firmino didn't even make the squad that are scoring goals at, at, at Liverpool. So it's one of those ones, I think they've got a lot of depth uh, in each position. So I believe that uh, they're the ones that will lift the cup at the end. Yeah, no, I can't disagree with you too much on that one, mate. I think I think you're bang on. Hey, thanks very much, mate. I'll, I'll let you go. Enjoy uh, the rest of your your sort of couple of days off before the team reconvene, and uh, enjoy that World Cup. And no doubt we'll talk again uh, before Western Sydney. My pleasure. Cheers, mate. So there you have it. That is Ufuk Tele, the Phoenix men's head coach, uh, giving us a rundown of what they're going to be doing during the World Cup. Interesting as tips as well, uh, thinking that it's going to be Brazil that takes it out and maybe not entirely writing off the Socceroos' chances. Although given that they have France, Denmark and Tunisia, you've got to think they're pretty skinny. Still to come, the Phoenix Fan Challenge right here on Phoenix Nation, thanks to Oppo.